Hi guys, uh, the episode that you're just about to listen to is generously sponsored by our affiliates, Board Game Crate. Board Game Crate uh, provide a monthly subscription service where they get fresh new games delivered straight to your door. Just head over to www.boardgamecrate.co.uk and furthermore, if you use our discount code UnluckyFrogIsAwesome, all lowercase, all one word, you'll get a cheeky little discount. It's easy to remember because it's true. Hello and welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by uh, your usual hosts, uh, Josh Hartley and Ben Porter. Ben, how are we doing? Doing all right. So I think, given that we, we, we've got our annual Secret Santa episode coming up, and then yep. we're going to have a break for Christmas, we thought uh, this week we'd talk about gift ideas. Yeah. Uh, because you know, some people will actually be buying gifts right now. Yeah. Rather than like last minute, like I do. So I mean, I guess some people probably think they've got this all sewn up with like the two for one in boots. But for for those of you who maybe want to put a bit more thought into things, <laughs> so those of you who love your relatives <laughs> and friends, <laughs> the, this episode's for you. I, I I get my lunch from boots, so I've got like fourteen quid to splurge on <laughs> like some some nah Christmas presents. It's, it's usually like. A set of novelty pants. Mm. It's like the generation game, isn't it? A set of novelty pants. Yeah. A selection of spices. A Lynx Africa set. Yeah. I never used to get the Lynx Africa sets. Was that a thing in your household? Not in my household, but it was one of those gifts that I got. It's like, oh, this is the person that doesn't care about me but feels obligated to include a <laughs> gift for me. Because they're giving out a gift to another of my what were, what, what were like the sort of recurring gifts that you would get at every Christmas? Uh, links, links Africa for sure. Yeah, maybe they're trying to tell me something there. I don't know. No, but, but that, this is what I'm saying. That that was apparently a, just a thing that all guys got. Oh yeah. Like, um, yeah. I I never received it. Yeah. But I've, I've made it quite clear that toiletries. Um, no. Yeah. I'm, as, as in as a gift. I use toiletries, obviously. I am not a smelly <laughs> bastard. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, no, I never got uh, Lynx Africa. The, the recurring one for me was my grandma would always get us... Um, I would always get the Beano annual and Oscar would get the... Oscar's my younger brother, by the way. Uh, Oscar would get the Dandy annual. That's quite a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. When I was a little lad, I used to get the uh, the Beano or the Dandy annuals. Mm. And I, not not um, our Willie, our Willie, our Willie. Yeah, I don't. You've got a sort of dirty look in your eye when you say that. I'm as not. Well. I'm, I'm smiling because I'm aware that I can't say it properly. But just That's simply you, it. Just say our Willie or Wally. That that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> what do you mean that'll do? I, I, I did exactly what you said. Oh, it was close enough. Close enough. <laughs> no, 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 bad for a Sassanac. So no brunes then. No, we did get the brunes sometimes. Okay, but I think it was that way. Like 
the kids would get our woolly and then mum and dad would get the brunes. Ah, right. Because okay. the, 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 hum, the, the humour, it's like, because it's satirising family life. Yeah. So a lot of it just go over your head if mm-hmm. you were a wee kid. Whereas our woolly's relatable. Yeah. You know? Um, but, so that that was probably one of the nice, like, staple gifts mm-hmm. that we got. But, um, do you know, there was one year I, I, I shit you not, I got as a present an electric toothbrush and a tube of toothpaste. I mean, uh, bear, like, bear in mind, I was about ten, right? So, <laughs> I, do you know what I love? Right, like somehow the toothpaste makes it worse. Yeah, like it would have been a better present without it. Yeah, it's yeah. like I, I didn't need this part. I think I think the toothpaste makes it kind of insulting. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs> let's get get those little scurvy infested kids some toothbrushes, you know, <laughs> chucking a lime as well. <laughs> that that was one of the weirdest presents I remember getting as a child. Uh, that there was a recurring thing in my family, like um, for whatever reason, several Christmases I would get a camera. I've never expressed interest in photography. Never really used the camera much. But now it's like a running joke of, oh, if we want to piss Josh off, we'll get my camera as a gift. Like That's a good gift, though. And it, yeah, if you like taking photographs, I, I don't. I'll, sw- I'll swap you my links after for, for your, your camera. camera. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> like, um, anyway, we went off on a massive tangent. There. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll revisit that. We'll come. Well, yeah, we'll reel it back in uh, to Christmas after we've covered off. Is there any significant news this uh, week? All, so all, the, think, all, all think, the big companies yeah. have got their, their things out now, haven't they? So Essen was probably like the last big release window because you need to get your stuff on the market before Christmas, right. right? In order to get a good run at it. So release-wise, things have pretty much slowed down. Probably won't perk back up until January, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've got a couple of little announcements, and funnily enough, they're both for the new year. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, Games Workshop are partnering with Hatchet to do another part work, like they did the 40k Conquest. Ah, yes, and this is going to be Age of Sigma theme. Yeah, so they're calling it Mortal Realms. Oh, shocker. Uh, yeah. And it's the same idea where at the end of your subscription you're going to have amassed two armies and a bunch of scenery mm-hmm. to use in the game. Uh, and it's they absolutely slash the prices on this. So uh, you, you're going to... You, if you're interested in doing it... If you're interested in wargaming and collecting figures at all, it's great value for money. And you're definitely going to want to get it. Like, it's actually like very counterintuitive to these usual types of magazines yeah. where like you spend two hundred pounds accumulating like fifty pounds worth of stuff. Yeah, but it's the other way round. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, obviously, over time, you know, over, over the span of the subscription, you're probably you know talking about hundreds, if not thousands, that you will spend. Mm. But it's, we're talking about like a two, three year. Yeah, subscription. I think the the forty k one was really good. I mean, you, you'd get like tanks and uh, you know big griblies and characters, and yeah. you know you'd get a you know it was substantial. Yeah, and the they they actually put uh, when when they announced this, they put a photograph of everything that you get mm-hmm. over the span of it, and it, it's some pretty good stuff, like the. 
in the the Stormcast one, mm. it's not just all rank and file. They've got some of the, you know like the monstrous cavalry. Yeah. Um, they've got the Celestin Prime. You know, he's like the big sort oh of yeah, poster yeah. boy. Uh, the Night Haunt get a couple of the special characters. You know, that's like the mm-hmm. the Reaper on the the Nightmare Steed. Yeah. And Lady Linder is in there. Oh so sweet! Imagine yeah. they'll do the same thing with Conquest, uh, mm. or the, the similar thing with this as they did to Conquest with the bigger kits. They release them over over several. Yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah, just means you have to wait to get like the next half of your yeah. your kit. So, this I believe is launching on the eighth of January. Okay. Um, that's when all the magazine subscriptions start. In case you hadn't. Noticed. Yes. <laughs> um, and I have heard people say that Hatchet's customer service is abysmal. Okay. Uh, and what they do recommend is if you're wanting to subscribe is to either go through Forbidden Planet alright, okay or if you know a reputable news agent because I, I did hear some people saying that with uh, some news agents mm-hmm. what they were saying was that no, we didn't get any in and they were all appearing on eBay uh, quite, a, quite a markup because there was a tisk, tisk, tisk they what they did with Conquest and what they're doing again is the they do a figure that you can only get through mm-hmm. this. So that that tends to be the one that oh mysteriously that shipment didn't arrive because it's the only way you can get that character, mm. and people will pay crazy money for yeah the old plastic crack. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, yeah, well, uh, are you going to subscribe to it? I have subscribed. Yeah, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Um, looking forward to seeing uh, yeah. seeing that. We might, might even do little uh, weekly updates whenever yeah. we get a magazine, something like that. Yeah. Uh, you just off on a slight tangent, news-related, uh, yeah. you mentioned Forbidden Planet. Forbidden Planet have a new flagship store opening in Glasgow, and yeah. I've, I've popped into it on my lunch break. Oh, what's it like? I've not been humongous. in. Humongous. But it's, it's in complete contrast to what they had, because it was it's, like a shoebox. So, yeah, the, I didn't realise, I knew Forbidden Planet had been there for a while, I didn't realise just how long it was. It was in that, so it used to be in a very small shop on Buchanan Street, which if you're not familiar with Glasgow, is the main shopping street. Yeah. Like dead city centre. And if all the all the uh, shops are on that street, yeah. right? or like most of the most of House, the big, House of Fraser's on that street. Yeah, put it in perspective. Uh, they've been there for thirty three years. I think it's one of the oldest Forbidden Planets. Well, I'm I'm wondering if it's one of the OG ones, right? I think it is. Yeah. Anyway, after thirty three years, um, they've moved premises around the corner to Suckyall Street. Uh, much bigger, over two floors, and it has a proper board game section Oy. as well. So uh, just another uh, another uh, place that you can uh, purchase board games um, within Glasgow. I, I did like have a little laugh to myself because when I was there, like the board game section is not massive. It's in the top floor. It's like one of the corners. Uh, they've got a decent selection though. But one of the the games they have up on there is Dark Souls, the board game. And like there were some kids looking at it, and like, oh yeah, yeah, I wonder if. Uh, I very nearly Ben said, "I've got a pal who's got all the expansions. He doesn't need them. I'll sell them to you for." 
<laughs> doing your dodgy dealings oh, with yeah, forbidden right. planet. Yeah, I, I roll up cigarette, just <laughs> appears out of nowhere. <laughs> Flat cap. Right. <laughs> well, here you're in the market for some uh, dark songs. <laughs> but so. but um, it's been a long time coming, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I remember going into that store when I was a little lad, mm-hmm. and this was back before Geek was in vogue, right? So you used to go into that tiny little yeah. Forbidden Planet shop, and you know I'm I'm in for my Lord of the Rings figures. Mm-hmm. There's some forty year old guy in for his hentai, and it's it class was, class act, but bit too cozy. Yeah. Um, no, they 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 I, I, they've definitely outgrown that old premise. That that one on Buchanan Street is still open for the time being. Yeah, uh, I think they're just whittling down the stock. I think, I basically, think whittling down the stock, and then also. It's the smart thing to do, right? Because not everyone will have gotten the news. Aye. Because shock horror, not everyone is on Facebook. Yeah. What? Yeah. So I hear. Don't tell Zuckerberg. <laughs> Zuckerberg knows. Yeah, he knows everything. <laughs> him, him, it's him. like the old. What is it like? The Eye of Sauron. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna. I was gonna be a lot more kind and say like Charles Xavier. Right. Oh, okay. No. I thought. Yeah, I think he's more like Eye of Sauron. Eye of Sauron. More, more applicable, I think. But I. I've got quite fond memories of that little shop. Yeah. Like, for for all we've painted it in quite a negative light, I actually bought um, a lot of the my original Lord of the Rings figures hey. from there. I think my, nice. my, sis, my sister's got them now because mm. uh, she collected them a lot more than I did. But I bought um, I had uh, the Witch King. Nice. With the bear minds from the Fellowship, so yeah. it was the Witch King with the Morgul blade, mm-hmm. and like you pushed it in. And they looked like he was stabbing you. Oh, nice! And I had uh, Gandalf mm-hmm. g- going through the mines of Moria. So yeah, the little crystal and his staff. Little. Ah, very good. And he had Glamdring as well. Nice. I think they're worth a lot of money now. But you know, we were kids. Took them out of the box. Yeah, toys is, toys are meant to be played with, guys. Yeah. Like. So, but yeah, it's, I'm I'm looking forward to popping into the the big store. It's just I I decided not to go to the grand opening. Because I went to the grand opening for Tokyo Toys, and I, I kid you not, I was in a queue for about three or four hours. Yay. And then you get in, and there's like no stock. Yeah. So uh, my my sisters were quite keen to go to the grand opening of Forbidden Planet, and it's like, no, just wait till it's been open for a bit. Aye. There's there's plenty. I tell you what is cool, right? Because I mean, everyone loves Funko Pop. Yeah. At the moment, they've got some like gigantic Funko Pops that you compose with and take your photo with. Well, that's neat. So that's, that's cool. Don't ask me which character it was. I didn't I didn't pay too much attention. Uh, there's a lot of Fortnite Pops and I'm just like, I do not know what that is. Yeah. Like, uh, I I don't know. Like, I've got, Funko Pops have completely passed me by. Like, I know you've got so I mean, as we're recording, I'm, I'm uh, being stared down by Stannis Baratheon yeah. like, in a disdainful way. Yeah, it's 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 mad in it how he's a little bobblehead, but he still he still looks menacing. Still got a look of utter contempt. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, I've, I've never I've never bought a Funko Pop. Um, if you went to Funko Pops, this new uh, <laughs> Forbidden Planet's got you. I mean, uh, I, I I buy the ones that I like. Yeah, but the the, the whole Funko thing's mental now. Let's Funko board games. I know, I've seen. I can't help help but feel that the Funko board games are definitely going to be crap. I just, I I haven't tried them. 
Just gut feeling. <laughs> I think you made great. Yeah. Although my gut feeling was that Jaws the board game was going to be awful, and apparently it's not. There's a couple of people have put it up as their game of the year. Yeah. It is going on my Christmas list. Yeah, I, I, it's one I really want to play, yeah. actually. Speaking of which... Gift ideas... Here's Ben and Josh with gift ideas... Well, I don't know why I'm doing a jingle. Well, it's Christmas, I think it deserves a jingle. Okay. Here's Ben with... Gift ideas... Um, anyway, I, I thought... Well... I'll kick this off with this, right? Um, just a, a, sort of like a oh story. Um, my work this year, we're doing a thing called the gift tree. Uh-huh. So, you, uh, if you take part, you get given uh, a little tag, and it'll have a. a they've a, a, they've changed the kids' names for you know anonymity, yeah. anonymity reasons. Sure, yeah. All these children are refugees, um, and it basically says kids' name. How old they are and what they want. What do you reckon I got? Um, is that because you told me what you ended up with? Are you asking me what you initially got or what you ended up with? Well, I, I was angling for the like yeah, initially. I, I, I ended up with a kid who wants board games, yeah. right? So, but you engineered that. Yeah, and my original one was someone who wants Playmobil. I'm like, Playmobil, that, that's Lego for children who aren't loved. Like, <laughs> I had Playmobil growing up, you monster. I, was, I, actually, I actually had quite a lot of Playmobil yeah. as well. Um, I was about to say, if I saw that, but I see you're also a man of culture. <laughs> I, like, Playmobil's alright. It's a different scale, so it yeah. works better for certain games. Playmobil scale buildings actually work very well for wargaming. Well, you based your uh, yep. armies on parade on a, but a Playmobil pe- set that I also had. Yeah, yeah, the pirate the, island. Yeah, but uh, people have used the castles and things like oh, that. Oh, very well. nice. Yeah. Nice. It's a little fun fact for you. There we go. Fancy picking up your? It's probably not even that cheap, relatively. For depends what it is, yeah. I guess. Because some of the wargaming castles are crazy. Expensive. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyway, I digress. I traded it for a lady who had picked out an 11-year-old boy who wanted board games and just didn't have a clue where to start. So Yeah, and um, then he would have ended up with like Monopoly or something. So I'm not I, not not wanting to shame uh, one of my colleagues on uh, the podcast, but the, the thought, the, the, her verbalisation of her thought process was, oh, mine wants uh, board games. I suppose I'd just get Monopoly. Like, <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> let me let me take that off. <laughs> so like so, here's the thing then. What do I what do I get an eleven year old boy? Okay, who wants so a board game. Eleven year old boy. Uh, I think that you, you as mechanics go. I think you fun above all else, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you probably want it to be fairly approachable. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not so because if he's a boy that's interested in board games, right? He's, he probably does enjoy like a bit of a mental challenge. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you want to think about who he's going to be able to play it with. And the other thing is, like, I I obviously have no idea who this kid is. If I knew who I was buying for, which um, you, dear listener, I hope you know the uh, the, the person that you're buying gifts for. Yeah, uh, you probably have a better idea than like you sure. Know, 
complexity that you could go for. Whatever. Yeah, but you, you have to speculate a little, and you have to think he's eleven year old boy. You know, if he's wanting to play this with his parents and all that, because mm-hmm. it's like if if it's an eleven year old boy that's interested in board games. You know, part of me's thinking, oh, you could maybe get him like Clash of Clans or something like that, but. I think that might be a bit too heavy. If, not if necessi- I'm, not if necessarily. I'm going for, in blind. Yeah, not necessarily for him, but you have to think about. He needs to be able to go. I've got this board game. Who wants yeah. to play? So it has to appeal to as large an mm-hmm. audience as possible. Um, so we both agreed right away that the dice chucker king of Tokyo would be perfect. Yeah, and specifically king of Tokyo rather than king of New York. Yeah. Like, king of New York's great fun, but, like, it introduced... It adds complexity to it. That it doesn't necessarily need. Yeah, I I mean, I'd agree with that. It's still fun, but it's like... eh, I'm just fine with king of Tokyo. But I... I, Yeah, that was the the first thing that came to my mind when I was uh, thinking of what to get this kid. So uh, yeah, there'll be a um, there'll be a, a little boy opening King of Tokyo on Christmas Day. The the second choice I would maybe go for with him would be Ice Cool. Ah, Ice Cool. Do you know what? I think if he was younger, uh, they'd gone for yeah. Ice Cool. I think oh, eleven I that he probably it like almost certainly would be fine yeah. with King of Tokyo, but. I mean, uh, to be fair, I'm thirty and I love ice cool. Yeah, ice so. cool's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's one of my conundrums. But let's, uh, you dear listener, you will uh, no doubt be partaking in secret Santas or or white elephants. Uh, um, I'd never heard of white elephant until Barry had mentioned them to me. By the way, did you ever come across them? Again, I'd only heard of them when Barry mentioned it. Did Barry make these up? I think he might have. Yeah. Just passed it off as a tradition. Yeah. White Elephant, basically, it's if you go into a party, you buy a present, but it's not for a specific person, and then you just get presents given at random. I find them really hard. Can I just can I just like be really selfish and bratty for a minute? Yeah. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. To me, that, that yeah. just does not appeal. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm going to. Well, Iono's on the show. I'm, I'm actually going to go to a Christmas party that uh, yeah. Barry's beloved white elephant will be. I don't know. I think I'll get like a Lynx Africa set. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but let's let's assume we're buying for fellow gamers. Yeah. For, so, for a white elephant. For a white elephant. Well. Okay, again, this is me. Engi- this is basically Josh engineering ways of getting ideas out of Ben for my gift buying, uh, because I'm also doing a white elephant for my RPG group as well. Okay, who Barry is also a member of. Right. Well, I th- I think the thing with white elephant um, is that like, all all joking aside. Mm-hmm. Because it it's a catch all thing, it could be for anyone. Yeah, I think personally, I wouldn't spend as much money on it as I would a Secret Santa, because I think if someone gets something they don't like, yeah, I think it's capped at ten. Yeah, it's capped at ten. There's an extra layer of guilt there, though, yeah. isn't there? Aye. <laughs> if if you get something that you that you don't like and find out someone's paid forty quid for it, and no one wants to swap you, aye. And then you've got the Lynx Africa gold set. 
just blinged out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so what are you what, what are you thinking then? So a, a white elephant of RPG is. So There's a couple of like obvious ones. Well, the, I mean, that the jumped in my mind. Um, miniatures are always a good one. Yeah. Um, maybe not packs, but certainly. Um, I'm not I'm not talking Games Workshop, right? Because they're like twenty quid for a single figure. But, Aye, but a, lot, can... a lot of the uh, a lot of the the white metal figures made mm-hmm. by other companies clocking at under ten quid. Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of them you could probably get a couple of figures for. So it could be like their character mm-hmm. and a companion or a pet or something like that. Or it could be a monster to yeah. to use in one of their own games. Um, for for Dungeons and Dragons, certainly what. One of the things they've done for a lot of uh, character classes is a set of cards. That's a really good shout. Barry has some of those. I um, mentioning Barry a lot in this yeah. episode. Hi, Barry. Uh, but yeah, I, I've seen because I've I've seen it's uh, status effects that Barry has yeah. for Pathfinder. And as much as you do have the the digital character sheets now, there's some things that. Sometimes it's good just to be able to grab a it's thing. It's nice to be tactile and then, as well. Because at the end of the day, although most GMs are very diligent in mm-hmm. studying up, and there are so many abilities in these games that sometimes being able to go, I'm going to cast this yeah. and pass it to them is very helpful. Aye. So there's that. The other thing that came to my mind, a nice set of dice. Yeah, I mean, it's... It depends on how overboard you want to go, though, because yeah. you could spend... I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say hundreds. You could, yeah, especially um, uh, companies like Artisan Dice, mm. who do absolutely beautiful dice sets. I actually have a couple myself. Oh, oh, uh, oh, very nice. I've got, uh, I've got a set of uh, polyhedral bloodwood dice, but they, they, some of the the woods and materials that they make their dice from. Mm. Are so valuable that they actually have to do them in limited runs. Yeah, like, I le- legally they're only allowed to obtain this quantity. Of yeah, it. Um, they they have done previously a D twenty made of walrus dick. I'm not even joking. I, I like. Is that like a really passive aggressive present to get someone? <laughs> Here's a D twenty. It's made of walrus dick. <laughs> but to clarify, folks, it's like if you're horrible and also rich. Yeah. To clarify, to clarify, folks, walruses have a, a bone in their yes, they do in their bone. Yeah. Um, hey. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no acknowledgement yeah. of the joke. Just in case, like you were thinking that you were getting this really like grotesque sort of like flesh. <laughs> the, the, there is an actual, like you say, there's a bone there. Mm. And uh, someone decided to make dice out of it. Some mad genius. Yeah. So yeah, nice dice is another thing. Let's say the budget's going up. What are we? What are we getting? Our uh, gaming pals. So the budget was ten. What? What is it now? Oh, someone you really like, like fifty. Oh, let's let's go up like. Like, let's go up as high as that. Like, know, let's I, go for the higher end. I only like my wife that much, Just <laughs> 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, you, again, miniatures, mm-hmm. that was a great shout. So you could probably uh, push the boat out a bit further. If someone uh, 
Because the, the thing is, I think it's safe to say most people that play RPGs, their interests spill over it in other things. Yeah. So, um, you could get them a box of soldiers. Um, they could use them as goons in a, a mm-hmm. game or something like that. Uh, books are obviously, uh, if you're talking specifically about RPGers, are a great shout. There's lots of really nice role-playing supplements. Not um, to blow my own trumpet... But last year, Tom received on the Secret Santa Tales from the Loop. He did. Yeah. Yeah. I got him that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think. I think. I think we kind of got that. <laughs> I don't know that was going. Uh, but yeah, like uh, if if anyone's like really into RPGs, always into trying new ones. So. Yeah. Uh, and you do get if if you want to blow the budget. Again, you get quite fancy editions of most books. I know that Wizards of the Coast in particular with Dungeons and Dragons, they've done some quite uh, fancy editions of the Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Yeah. Quite, like a, it's got a nice uh, arcane tome-like feel to it as well. Right, I've seen that. It's very, very satisfying. Yeah. Very satisfying. Uh, for the card gamer in your life, a good shout is always a custom deck box. Yes. I ha- I have a really nice wooden deck box which and it's it, it, they make good presents because they're that that sort of thing like you would never ever ever buy for yourself. I I got one year from a bunch of you guys. I think it was from a birthday actually. Yeah, it's, it's still applicable. Uh, a thing called a character vault. Yeah, which is just like a basically a case for us, an individual miniature. Yeah. It's it's made from purple heartwood. Mm-hmm. It was by Wormwood. I think the same company that made your deck box, actually. Yes, believe so. So, so they're another one of these uh, uh, artisanal uh, craft workshops. They mm-hmm. make uh, custom pieces for for the gamer, and uh, so I, I've got this little box with magnetic clips, and it's got a foam insert in it, and like mm-hmm. you say. Like, and I, I actually do use it whenever I'm playing a role playing game. My my little character he goes in there. Ah. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, you can also get DM screens as well, and you can get quite fancy with them as well. Yeah. And they are they are actually quite useful beyond being able to conceal what you're doing. A lot of the time, they do have uh, cheat. Oh yeah, they've got them. reference yeah. uh, to whatever game you want to be playing. So they they are very useful, and mm. of course the other like if you're going up to fifty pounds, you could just buy them a board game. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Uh, I mean, we could list we could list basically the notable releases of this year, and they'll probably mostly fit within that budget. Like, if you can get them, I, I think that is the big caveat, isn't it? Is yeah. Wingspan still like short on supply in certain places? I think I think you I think maybe you can get it. Um, I'm not because I've actually got one. I've not. I've yeah, not you've been, not had to look. I've not had to look. Um, and I, I believe Wingspan's RRP is about 55. Mm. And because demand for it is still fairly high, I don't think that's coming down yeah. any time soon. Uh, Quacks of Quedlinburg. Yeah. I think that one's a bit difficult to get a hold of at the mm-hmm. moment because I think because it got quite a bit of attention with Game of the Year. Because yeah. that's the other thing is that games like Wingspan, they were available for a time. Then yeah. as soon as Spiel Diaris gets announced, yeah. they disappear again. Yeah. SEO the Tortoise has been exceptionally noisy during this recording, by he's, the way. He's going hard. He, <laughs> he's like going full pelt. Yeah. He's been like that for like 20 minutes. <laughs> so, 
I mean, little fun fact uh, for for anyone that doesn't know much about tortoises is the the myth about them being slow mm-hmm. is just that. Yeah, they they're they're basically little solar batteries, mm. and once they get a bit of heat and uh, a bit of vitamin D, aye, they go they go mental. Yeah, and they they can actually get a sprint on. Yeah, and he he's got he's got a lamp that gives them. Yeah, you've got you've put a daylight bulb in there, haven't you? Yeah, and he is he is going nuts right now because <laughs> they're they're territorial as well. So he actually patrols. Oh no way! Yeah, that's quite cool. Like they, a little soldier. Yeah, like see if he encounters another male tortoise, they they will actually fight to the death. They're insane. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know tortoises were so badass. Yeah, there you go. There we are. The uh, the they're probably the only badass vegetarians. Hey. Yeah. Just get my shots in. Yeah. I own as a vegetarian. I stand by my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right. Um, have we got any other uh, gift suggestions then? The other thing is, I, I think one of the things that a, a lot of people talk to me about is when you're trying to buy gifts for people who are quite immersed in the hobby. Mm-hmm. Albeit. At first, you're hit with all these ideas, and then you think, "Oh, but he's probably got a lot of that stuff." Yeah, you can never have enough accessories, and that might sound like the sort of tabletop equivalent of giving them pants and socks. But at, at the same, do you time, know what? I've never been ungrateful for receiving pants and socks at Christmas. Yes, yeah. so. and I think if you speak to most board gamers, they're never ungrateful for receiving card sleeves, uh, token trays. Dice, dice. Yeah. Uh, the the little rubber bands that you can actually put over the oh, games to yeah, stop yeah. them from opening and moving around. Uh, tidying trays. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies do little MDF things. Um, like you were saying, you, you mentioned earlier the deck boxes for mm-hmm. people that play living card games. Yeah, having a, a case. Yeah, I've yeah. got my uh, Miskatonic University case yeah. for the Arkham Horror living card games. So things like that. You can never have enough of those. Aye. Brushes. Brushes, of course. If uh, if you know someone that likes painting, I am always grateful to get brushes because I go through a lot of them. Yeah, there we are. Particularly synthetic brushes mm-hmm. where the the lacquer just wears away in them over time yeah. and they, they stop... Uh, they lose their malleability. Yeah. And you do just need to throw them out. That's always a good one to have. Yeah, there we go. So I think we've given. Hopefully, we've given you uh, a lot to work with there. Yeah. I've got a lot to work with now. So, yeah. Uh, I, I have no one to blame but myself if I get rubbish presents for people. This so year. We, we've got the secret Santa coming up. Yes. Just, since we've been talking about gift ideas, uh, I've been. You able- got yours. Yeah, mine's all sorted. Yeah, I've got mine as well. I got mine a- earlier this week. I I know that my secret Santa is one of two people now because everyone else in the group has approached me for ideas. Okay, for other people, but they, but they've all approached me individually. So and yeah. just just by the process of elimination, I know that it's one of two people. Yeah, one of whom is me. Yeah, it's yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that always happens with Secret Santa. <laughs> so I, I knew it was your Callum. Yeah, uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, I, I think you'll be happy. Yeah. But that that's just what happens. See, when you organise one of these things, yeah. there, there's always one person that everyone's like, what should I get for so-and-so? 
And when, whenever we do this, it's me. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> well, I hope you like your present. Sorry for spoiling <laughs> the surprise. The 50-50 surprise, well, at least. Well, it'll, well Char- Charlotte will probably edit this, so it'll be a surprise for at least three of the people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Right, yeah, anyway, on that note, guys, uh, we'll catch you for the Secret Santa episode next time. Until then, take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.